Colin Farrell appears tabbed for an iconic villain role. Could a Marvel Avenger finally take home an Oscar? And Sony has over a dozen movies in line for the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe. The SMCU? Yeah, that's a thing now. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 42. Sitting in the driver's seat today oh, it's 42. is... It is 42. It is The meaning yes, of life. Yes. The answer to Woo. life, meaning of the universe and all of that. If you haven't watched Hitchhiker's um, Guide to the Galaxy, shame on you. No, they've all watched Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide yeah, to the Galaxy. Uh, that is Trash Panda. <laughs> I am the Dadpool. We are here Woo. for another fun-filled episode. Hopefully it, it, it's fun-filled. Uh, it has been the season of streaming trailers. Um, I don't mean just yeah. us necessarily streaming trailers. The trailers for the streaming services there have been yeah. so many uh marvel disney apple trailers recently mm-hmm. uh and we just started our apple plus yes we are only one episode into anything on that although the uh, one i know i watched the entirety oh, of the morning, the morning show. show how was that um yeah i liked yeah. it <laughs> uh it's kind of like a a a, a a more realistic and ruder version of Morning Glory. And I really liked Morning Glory okay. with uh, Rachel McAdams yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. So I really enjoyed that. Um, but it, yeah, it's a more like realistic view of it. And it's Steve Carell playing a serious, a serious character. That just doesn't work for me. I have a hard Actually, time. Actually, he did really well. But at the okay. same time, you just kept looking at him going... Come on, do a Michael Scott. Yeah, well, Come on, when's do a Michael, Michael Scott, Scott coming out? Or even just Evan, like from Evan Almighty and Bruce Almighty. You just loved him in that. Because he was with. He's always um, done. Oh, Jennifer Aniston in Evan Almighty, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. So they're, uh, they're kind of back on the set together. And yeah. they're like parents of daytime television. And, and the one show that I haven't watched yet is the new Ronald D. Moore. Uh, See, I've seen brilliant things about it. And then I saw a really scathing wow. uh, review on it on Den of Geek. Well, that's coming from somebody then that just doesn't like layers to a TV show. Because you know with Ronald E. Moore, no, actually, you're not going to get things said, at face value. But they said that uh, they were surprised that uh, Ronald E. Moore wasn't going more of the of the cinematography version of Battlestar that he did. That it wasn't a lot of outside shots, which they really oh, were yeah, expecting really... with him. Um, and it's it's more centered around the women. It's kind of almost like a going on a hidden figures type thing. Huh. So interesting. I'm still excited to see it. But yeah, there's been I've seen really good things. A lot of people saying that they really loved it and it's really interesting and they can't wait for the new episodes. And then I saw a really scathing review on Den of Geek, which Den of Geek are usually pretty. They usually do a good job. On the, you know, on the nose about it. So I'm interested to see it. Yeah. And then with uh, Disney Plus on the 12th, what is that? Uh, from our recording date, it's the 8th right now. This will drop on, on the 9th, 10th and then coming on the 12th, right? No. 
Disney Plus is the 12th. Disney Plus in the UK is the 31st of March next year. You are kidding me. No, they literally just put it on Twitter. 31st of March, 2020. Uh, Price point hasn't been confirmed, but they're... I can't think it's going to be more the con- the conversion is about four pound fifty. No, no, I know it's ridiculous. Just, you can't drop news like that on me right when we're on the air here. Uh, that's that's unreal. No, yeah, I know. All right, VPNs will be our life. Then we yeah, will. Exactly. If you're in the UK uh, and need some help getting on VPNs, let us know. We'll uh, get plenty can, of that. You can if you want um, up to date information. Uh, you can go oh to DisneyPlus.com and there's um, up to date information. But it literally just dropped on Twitter. I'm surprised you didn't see that. I didn't. I, I, I had other stuff going on. So wow. Okay. Well, in the US, you get it on the this 12th. This is why I do some of my stuff at the last oh. minute because I want to get the up to date news. Okay. Well, there's that. So, yeah, and now, next no, no, March. there's no point to doing I'm this really show. Hoping no, I'm, I'm just. We're done. We're I'm done. really hoping We're as it's going the thirty first of March that it's like a April Fools. You know, because it's Whatever. Going... Yeah. <laughs> Can't do this to Dad, me. Paul, come back, please. No, I'm done. That's it. We're not doing the show today. <laughs> you sound ah. so much like Ryan Reynolds then. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, this has me dear. so heartbroken. Yeah. Well, I am so heartbroken for, for our UK people. A, we will find a way. Yeah, though. I know. <laughs> we will find a way. It's annoying. It's really oh, it's annoying. really annoying. But yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's good. We got okay, your hold reaction. On, hold on. I, I, need, I need a moment now. We just need to <laughs> breathe in. <sighs> Do you want some good news, though? Yeah, you got to help me out somehow, or otherwise okay. I'm, I'm just stopping so this. So next Sunday, not this Sunday coming, but the 17th of November. This better be good. War of the Worlds is starting on the BBC. 9 p.m. Okay. So excited. Okay, that looks good. Oh, and we did watch uh, This Dark Material, yeah. which was an interesting premise. Are we going to want to just jump into movies or TV show here? What well, we're on TV, so let's, let's just stay on TV. TV. Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, we watched uh, His Dark Materials episode one. Now... I'm going to preface this. Neither of uh, both well, of us on. Is really. Is that available in, in the states? I don't know. Let me look this up really quick. For those yeah. that are listening stateside, it's based on we're the Golden Compass. Do, yeah, we're not uh, going to do any spoilers. But um, so the first episode is based on the book series, um, His Dark Materials. And I read the book when I was a kid. I absolutely loved the first book, um, and then got back into it uh, when Sean and I. I think it was in the first few years of our marriage, we kind of picked it up because, oh, this book's so good. And the movie was coming out and we read the first book and he liked it. And then we read the second book and we were both kind of like, eh, it was all right. Uh, the Subtle Knife. Um, and the third, is it The Subtle Knife is the second one or the third one? Is it I, The Amber Spyglass? Yeah. I don't know. But I can't remember. Anyway, book three, we were both so disgusted that we decided this was weird. just not going to go. It went because really weird. Philip Pullman's a brilliant writer and the first book, like I say, is brilliant. It's so good. Um, but it basically becomes an, a really vicious, spiteful diatribe where at the end of the books, they're trying to find heaven so they can kill God. Okay. And it, it's just this, it's just weird. I, I, it was just, I, even my dad, who's not a Christian, who really enjoyed the first book, he read them and he was like, that was like really just taking it a bit too far. It taking was really it a- just it was it was hateful. It was like 
I am an atheist. I don't like Christians. I don't like God. And so my book, which was, you know, this thing, I'm just going to turn it around completely. And then just, that's going to be the point. Yeah. And I, I just like, nah. so I'm not a big fan of the books. I'll be honest. Um, I think Pullman is a brilliant writer, Yep. but let's face it as a person of faith. Nah, nah. Nope, 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 nope. That's that's not. Well, that's for those in the states that want to watch this, it's only going to be on HBO. Whereas, as they're going to have to pay for they it. Have to pay for it in the <laughs> states. We at least get it for free here, but oh, uh, but we don't get Disney Plus until March. No, we don't. Um, Still not. Over so that. anyway, the first episode, really, really well done. Um, James McAvoy is brilliant. Oh, of course. Um, the casting's really good. Uh, Lyra looks like she's around she looks about old, 20. But, but she's the girl that was in Logan. She She's uh, the little she's girl 14. that was the mini Wolverine. She's young. She does look older. But she's supposed to be like eight years old. And she seriously looks like she's a like in her 20s. So she looks a bit too old. But she plays it really well. James Cosmo is always a perennial favorite as one of the Egyptians. I just, it was a it was a good and intriguing first episode. I'm interested to see, to see where, where they go. go to it. Um, and that, that's kind of how I am with C. We saw the first episode of C and it's one where I, I've just got to wait and see. Um, just, just because <laughs> it, it was, it's an interesting premise that they've kind of got a hook in a little bit. I, I knew even based on what I read before, it wasn't going to be the one that stood out on Apple's lineup. I really was looking for the, the, the Ronald E. Moore. Oh, but the, um, uh, the scene where he cuts the rope and the, the whole wall full of rocks goes bouncing down. Spoilers. That was amazing. Again, tons of money put into it. It's oh, yeah. well, well done. Well, well worth watching, but it's still not one that, that I'm like, eh, it has, it hasn't quite pulled me in yet it just has me intrigued more than anything yeah and and we'll, we'll and the acting's not bad like nothing in it has really bad it's it just i don't know i think, think this this the story is just it i don't it just hasn't pulled me yet it just hasn't quite gripped me yet but hasn't hooked yeah yeah, yeah it, it just i just kind of want to know where they're going and so i'll see i'll, I'll watch it because I, I love momo as an actor i love who's in it there are some other good actors and actresses in there um just, just got to play that one out yeah with that yep yep so what else you got as far as you're geeking out about in TV news? Uh, TV, I think that's actually about it. I didn't have any more TV news. Okay. I've got movie and game news, but... Well, I'll tie TVs into movies. How about okay. that? Because uh, something that I like right now is they've come out recently and said that Loki will play directly into the next Doctor Strange movie, um, whereas it will have huge implications on that Multiverse of Madness movie. Um, so... Some people don't like this because they're saying, well, Disney's just making you pay for their service so that then you have to have that information to watch the next movie. But, you know, we're all going to pay that seven dollars anyways. And, and I've always wanted more. Right. You watch a mm. great book series. You want more. You watch a great movie. You want more. This is Marvel giving us more. And it's not like they're giving us something chintzy either. They're, they're, they're putting movie budgets into these TV shows. But the thing is, is it's and like, giving us awesome stuff. It's like um, even before Disney got their hands on it, when Star Wars Rebels I know that was a Disney uh, XD program. Yeah. But if you watch uh, Disney Rebels, you get so much more information that actually makes, you know, The Last Jedi makes so much more sense. But if you watch Last Jedi, you'd still be entertained by a movie because it's a reasonably decent movie. It's a Star Wars movie. People are going to still see it. They're still going to enjoy it. But if you're willing to watch Rebels, then you know what? You're going to get all this new information that you're like, oh, that makes much more sense. And yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And oh, look, there's that. It just ties there, some there's, things But there's in. more than snippets, though, apparently, with this Loki series. And apparently WandaVision will play into it as well, although not as much because we know Wanda is going to be a key character in Doctor yeah. Strange. Uh, multiverse of madness but loki will play well he's he's, he's got the the uh 
Tesseract now. So yeah. he's just going to be bouncing all over the place. Uh, so it's, it's going to be fun to see how they're going to tie that together. And again, each episode ha- has a like a, a movie budget um, of the of these limited series. But again, if he's got the Tesseract, that means there's a new timeline. Yes, that's why the, that that's the whole point. But again, it, it's the multiverse of madness. So this is a different line in the multiverse somewhere, yeah. apparently. But anyways, okay. really, really fun. So that just kind of brings us into the movies. Um, I, I think multiverse of madness is a 2021 release. Uh, if I remember straight, I don't okay. actually have that that date in front of me, but that leads us into movies. So what do you got on movies? Um, so the the terrible Batman Oh my gosh! It, you know, you know, I'd leave Batman so, alone. Come Colin, on, leave Batman Colin alone. Farrell is now in talks to play the Penguin. Um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Well, hold on. Okay, I can't. I can't say nothing wrong with that. Um, if we remember the last time he played a uh, superhero villain character, yes, very forgettable role. Does anybody even remember that he was Bullseye in the first Daredevil? I do. You do because you like crappy movies, and that was a crappy movie. <laughs> Come on, that movie just about killed Daredevil. Just about killed Daredevil. If I had my phone, I'd be playing crickets right now. All right, well, I stand by my statement. No. Okay, go on then. You like Daredevil, that's great. There's nothing right about Daredevil either. Um, the unfortunate thing for me is um, <laughs> Andy Serkis is now apparently in That's talks great. for Alfred. I know. Isn't that exciting? No. What, don't you want Gollum as, as Alfred? No. <laughs> I like Andy Serkis. Come on, he played a great... I love Andy Serkis. What was wrong with him in Black Panther? What was wrong with him in Age of Ultron? You're not giving me the best Marvel movies here. Oh, I know, but still, come on. He plays a good role. And he has got swole. When when did Andy Serkis get so swole? That dude is ripped. Alfred is not Andy Serkis. Alfred is is Michael Caine. Hey, Jeremy Jeremy Irons. Irons. He played a good one, though, and that's getting more to a. But that's the kind of. But we're we're getting younger. Gentleman style person you need you don't need andy circus who's a brilliant character actor an amazing character actor he's versatility though too good for this crappy role no i think he, he so, somebody this like that he's gonna suck all right so so here's who's in batman that we know so far zoe kravitz is the next catwoman play selena kyle uh west world's jeffrey wright will play commissioner gordon we he's a good guy he also played nuts and volts in the hunger games movie well not both of them but he played one of those nuts volts i can't remember which one he was which one was he you like the hunger games which one was he I'm All not right. answering. Um, again, Colin Farrell is the Penguin and Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, along with, of course, leading man, Robert Pattinson. Who's going to play great? I'm going to stand by the fact that this is the role that Robert, pa- Robert Pattinson was made for because it's a brooding, dark, emo character. It's the state in Bruce Wayne's life where th- 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 that's what he is. That's what he is. That's what Pattinson brings. That's what Pattinson is. It's uh, not just that. It's the good. fact that we stop flogging a dead horse. Batman is a dead horse. No, Batman and Superman for DC will never go away. Batman is a dead horse. Leave it alone. It's not. It is. Because Batman is one of those timeless characters no, like, like James Bond that will always stay as they are. Do not I'm compare just saying. Batman, crappy Batman, and I'm going to use those words, to James Bond. 
bond. Hold on, you, you will have something thrown at you, sir. You go back and you love your Michael Keaton Batman, to be fair. You go yes, back to the action. Yes, before they flogged the dead horse. You go back to the Detective Comics version of, of, of oh. Batman, and he's a timeless character. No. He is timeless no. in our generation. So, so. Okay, hold on. Let me let me jump to this first because w- what is amazing with uh, the Marvel world is uh, Avengers Endgame has put forth uh, Robert Downey Jr. for uh, Best Supporting Actor, and this is long overdue uh, in my mind. Now, they've actually put a whole bunch. That, I mean, you should see the list. I'm not going to list them all off, but they put off just about every best actor and actress that was one of the supporting ones in Endgame, they've they've put forth for an Oscar nod. Now, I guess what the the Academy does is it takes what the studios present and then kind of whittle it down. But really, Disney is pushing uh, Robert Downey Jr. Do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with Robert Downey Jr. being nominated for a Best Supporting Actor in his role in Endgame? No, because it's Robert Downey Jr. playing Robert Downey Jr., something he does incredibly well. Well, he does it well. And here's my take on this, though. Now, while... I thought I thought his role was great in Endgame. He did an amazing job in Endgame. I really think that he deserves this Oscar for, for more being the heart of the MCU for the last decade. Because what, what he did was amazing. So give him a Lifetime Achievement Award. It, it doesn't need to be that, though. That, that's for uh, Kevin Feige. He deserves a Lifetime Achievement Award for, for what he has done with, with the MCU. He, he definitely deserves that. But without the success of the first Iron Man, the no. idea of the MCU couldn't... It, it could have been scrapped right away. After that first Iron Man, if that was done wrong, we I'm wouldn't sorry, have an MCU. I will not agree with Kevin Feige getting one of those Lifetime Achievement Awards before George Lucas. Oh, of course. Lucas deserves one as well. Don't, don't get Lucas me wrong. Lucas is the only director and the only creator of something massive that has never been given any sort of recognition. Oh, he will. Whereas Spielberg gets him thrown at him and smacked around the head with him. And he thought, so does not deserve I thought Lucas got something for Indiana Jones. They, they won something for Indiana Jones. They did, but the, he never did. He has never been individually recognized for his work. Oh, maybe not individually, but he, he won something for Raiders of yeah, the Lost Ark. Yeah, and, and the second Star Wars movie won something. It didn't win Best Picture. Yeah, well, well he, he will get recognized. But but back to, back to the MCU, though. Uh, again, w- without Robert Downey Jr. and what he did, we wouldn't have this, this decade experience we've just had because it probably would have been scrapped. You, you saw what DC tried to do. They tried to make their universe. They threw all kinds of money at it, and it just didn't work because they didn't have the people that could pull that off. With Robert Downey Jr., he's been that thread that's been woven through the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and given us this once in a generation event that we've been so privileged to be a part of and I think on the back of that and the fact that he did give an amazing acting performance in Endgame, I think he's going to walk away with this award and I think the Academy will recognize that and and, and I'm glad glad to see this because he deserves some recognition for what he brought to this world in in the MCU and that's my little take on on Robert there but but I really think he deserves this and I think we're going to see that. So... Going on a Fantastic Beast, is it okay if I touch on that right now, or do you want to? Do you have something else that you want to throw? So Fantastic Beasts, we finally have, after some production delays, that we're going to start filming this coming spring. It was actually supposed to have completed and wrapped the filming already. Now, according to Dan Fogler, supporting actor in the movie, um, he's saying this movie is bigger than both one and two combined, and it just needed the extra time to develop. We're not sure if that's just an actor talking or if that's really the case. We also know that that Dune, the remake of Dune, was placed in the original release date for Fantastic Beasts. So we're not sure if the studio maybe thought they just wanted to see that one first. But we know for sure now Fantastic Beasts will begin filming this spring, but it's not coming out until November 12th, 2021. I was expecting these to be an every other year kind of movie. 
you know, a movie, you're off, movie, you're off. And so so this three-year gap between movies is is kind of a, a bit much, especially when you have two more movies to make in its place. Now, and also the more, one point you brought up is the more that I've seen about Fantastic Beasts 3 here is it just seems like it's going further and further away from Fantastic Beasts because now we're making this all about an all-out wizarding war. Is that the direction you really saw this going when no. the, the movies started? And I'll be honest, I think they've made a huge mistake because uh, somebody put a comment on one, on our Facebook page about the fact that, um, you know, it's called Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And now it's, I mean, the second one was more about uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, the crimes of Grindelwald, a uh, wizard who has nothing to do with any beasts and uh, Newt Scamander, who is supposedly um, doesn't want anything to do with being an aura, but is being forced to be an aura by Dumbledore instead of actually looking for any beasts. And there being really nothing in the movie about beasts, apart from a couple of nifflers and a big Chinese lion dragon thing. I mean, may maybe this is all going towards at the very end, it'll be like a hobbit, you know, a journey there and no, back again. Because the and it's him is, writing is this story. It isn't about magic. His thing is about using the beasts to defeat what he's ever doing. And the last movie was nothing about that. It was it, dark. It, it, it was, dabbled a bit in it, but yeah, you're right. It was evil. It, was, it wasn't entertaining. I'm sorry. And it's it supposed wasn't to get darker. It, it's taken the same steps that Harry Potter went where it's just getting darker and darker. And apparently but it this, already has gone well, yeah. further than the Deathly Hallows ever went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what what they're doing is they're really building this up to being this wizarding war is what starts World War Two, and that's kind of where we're headed. So you're having this massive war that leads to the World War, which again, like, how does that tie back into the first movie? Was wonderful and magical because of uh, of what Newt brought to the table and what uh, Eddie Redmayne brought as that actor. And so I, I kind of feel this is veering away. I mean, that they turn what was going to be one or two Just movies into five. It. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, this Call it Wizarding Wars Chapter 3, the Grindelwald yeah. gets a toothbrush. I don't know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, 2 was a letdown to most people that saw the first one. I don't uh, think it was a letdown to most people. It was just a solid letdown. Yeah. And it was a disgrace. But... So, so I'm, I'm a little disappointed, though, with the direction it's going, and even more so now disappointed that we have to wait till November to get anything out of that movie. Um, but if, if Fogler's right, they're just trying to devote more time to the script, more time to all the, the pre-production stuff that needs to happen. And you guys and need to start using him more because he's a brilliant actor. I absolutely adore him. Dan and you great. just gagged him last time. You know what? Let him run. Let him bring the comedy back because it needs it. We need the comedy to keep that movie being something that's not a funeral dirge. Yeah, because it, and his minutes in the film also just felt forced. Like he wasn't even a part of the story and they just kind of forced his character to the front in a couple occasions. And, and so they really underutilized him. You're right in that, that, that there needs to be more of him uh, in the next movie going forward. But yeah, disappointment on that. Um, as far as movies go, that's, that's pretty much just where I'm at. I'd love to see Robert get that, the Academy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, the only other one I've got, um, is about Pixar. They've got a new movie coming out and they've just dropped a teaser trailer. Oh, it's nice. called Soul. When's the last time they had a movie out? Has it been a while? Have we no, been? No, it's not been a while. Um, this is from the same guys who bought us up Coco and Inside Out. And it just feels like they're trying to be way too metaphysical. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, 
I watched the trailer and it, Soul is about a jazz player and he's a high school teacher who gets a, mass, a, a big break and then he falls down a manhole and I'm guessing we assume he dies. Okay. Um, and then his soul goes to the Cosmic You Seminar, um, which like, he waits. Uh, he's got to be there until he gets a new consciousness so he can return to Earth. And there he meets 22, a soul who doesn't like Earth and has been at you for about 100 years. And then they begin their journey together to discover what a soul really is. Now, Jamie Foxx is doing the voice um, of the main character and Tina Fey is playing um, 22. I just... I, I think we're getting to the point where they're just getting a bit too deep. I mean, Inside Out was cute and all but it was a little too over the top of the heads for most kids and up started that really with the whole first thing i mean it, you you can't really watch that first sequence without wanting to cry because you know his wife died yeah. and all that sort of thing and instead of these being kids movies that are entertaining it's almost like they've got an agenda behind them yeah. And it's not about let's make this a kid's movie where they can go and have fun. Like Toy Story is just a fun movie. It's about friendship. Those kind of themes are behind it. They're sitting on the edges. You get it, but it's not the most important thing. These movies are specifically made with an agenda behind them. Okay. And it's like Coco, him going to the afterlife. And I, I, I think that was the one. His, uh, I didn't like I it. I turned seen. it off because I got bored. And, and I forgot Toy Story 4 was out this yeah, last year, and so we had... In, Inside Out was not one that... I've seen it a couple of times, but it's never been one that I've gone, oh, I'll go and watch Inside Out. I mean, Ratatouille, yes. I want to go back and watch that. Monsters, Inc., Monsters University, absolutely. Want to watch Wally, those. I can see... I can watch Wally, Wally about any time, you know, too. That one's Toy great. Toy Story. <laughs> I mean, you do. You want to go back to these movies and watch them again and again and again. But... I'm just a little confused as to what they're doing here and what particularly is their agenda because I think they're going to get into the start of the point where they're going to start offending someone because it seems like they're starting to touch a little bit on the religious and you can't do that. Yeah. You know? But I think that it's good to sometimes just explore things that might at least get people to open up and, and but th think of... But one of the of... questions they're trying to learn about this you cinema se cinem seminar is they're going to find out what the meaning of life is. Okay. Now, personally, the meaning of life is God, and that's it. There's no if, but, or maybe, Jesus, God, but just, is the but, but I of think life. exploring that for some people, that's something that nope, some people just don't explore. And so to at least have that question... Uh, asked in that a question. Kids movie. No, yeah, that's true. I mean, for for a kids movie, that might be a little bit deep and heavy. Uh, you're right. Um, I mean, Inside Out is already a bit the abstract. Movie it's that a bit abstract. You kind of want to give to a counselor or to a therapist and let them go and use it as a therapy tool, not as an entertaining film. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it. I agree. So, do we really need this other movie about that's going to be kind of like a Another the inside deep soul out where searching you've movie. got like a, a character who's no, supposed to be joyful and is going to keep you laughing, but really and truly, it's an agenda-driven movie. Yeah, and I'm, I'm an, I, I'm not. 
That's the problem with these movies no, is they're, they're driven it. by agenda-driven people. And, and you see Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood is very agenda-driven, especially at the moment with the political climate. And even though this is maybe not to do with the political nature of things, you do feel that that tension in a lot of movies I mean, that it's are nice to out. see that people are starting to question those things. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, when... I, uh, no, I don't know. That's why I'm excited about the lightness that Sony is trying to bring us and the fact that they have a dozen Sony Spider-Man movies on the slate coming. There are at least a dozen movies. So you know that the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe, the SMCU is a thing now. And have, have you seen all the movies that are coming out? No, this is good because it's not just Spider-Man. You said stop beating Spider-Man. We're not doing Spider-Man anymore. This is exploring just the world, Spider-Man's world, which is good because we have uh, Morbius coming out. Jared Leto playing Morbius, the, the living vampire. Uh, Venom 2, of course, which could possibly tease a Tom Holland crossover. We have Spider-Man 3 and also an unknown Phase 4. Spider-Man will appear in it somewhere. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, which again is not Peter Parker necessarily. It's Miles Morales and focusing on that plus, plus a plethora of other spider-man um there's going to be an all-female cast it's a spin-off of into the spider-verse probably featuring silk spider woman ghost spider spider girl uh possibly black cat there's a craven the hunter film coming a black cat movie coming silver sable night watch uh silk who is a great character if you've read the comic books so they've got this just slate this amazing slate and it all could lead up to this massive live action spider-man into the spider-verse movie um it's for me, this is really cool because I used to watch the cartoons and read some of the comics. And so a lot of these characters, I, I used to love seeing either Spider-Man work with or Spider-Man fight. And the fact that there now is an SMCU to go along with the MCU, it's, it's a bit confusing because it's still kind of disjointed. But the fact that that uh, Marvel and Sony have shared Spider-Man, maybe they'll even do some some crossovers into the Spider-Verse kind of thing as well. But this is, this is really cool for a Spider-Man fan. And hopefully it, it appeals to you because they're not just beating the dead horse, that they're bringing new characters to life, which is something that you've said that they should be doing more of. Yeah? You're just smiling and nodding. You always say, quit flogging the dead horse. You don't want more Spider-Man. This isn't just more Spider-Man. These are, these are good characters that they're pulling to the top that haven't been explored before. Okay. Okay. And on that note, we're trying to, we're going to try this. We're going to try to be trimming our episodes down just a little bit um, and get closer to the 30 minutes than to the hour. We're going to be over some, some weeks. I think we might hit 40 minutes, 45 minutes, but I, I think trying to compress the episodes down, we can get the same amount of content to you. Um, in the, it's the just a shorter amount of time we're, we're trying to we're, we're trying to really be respectful of your time we understand that you have a lot of choices you can be listening to and we want to still give you the same cool information in a, in a shorter time frame i think that's what we're doing i still think we should go back to weekly okay maybe we will if we'll do a shorter episode do it weekly 30 minutes uh and we'll, we'll try something like that out yeah yeah we'll see okay we'll have, we'll have to hash that out and see if that works uh schedules just get crazy you guys know time man time is hard uh to come by at times but we always love you here we always want you to know that if you need anything you can reach out to us at, at any point you can reach us how can they get a hold of us here at trash panda you can on the geek ug on the main three that's facebook instagram and twitter that's at the um, geek ug that's right at search the that ug yeah um you can always message us on the Facebook page, especially we do check it um, literally several times a day. I look on there. So if you do want to get hold of us, uh, got any comments, questions or anything else, you can do that. Um, 
And, and just one of the yeah. big things on some of my social media posts that I'm putting out there is that it's always good just to reach out to someone. And, and, and if you need to reach out to somebody, just know that we're here. If you're struggling, just know that we're here. Uh, be it just someone to pray with, someone to talk with, someone just to unload on. Uh, pl- please, please utilize us because we would love uh, to answer or help questions in any way that we can. Uh, be, that's, that's the reason we do this is, mm-hmm. is to really be here for you, but also to have some fun with you, but just to be here for you. And so we can nerd out. Yes, yeah, so we can nerd out together. Because we like nerding out. We do. All right, guys. Well, we are going to take off. Um, so from the Geek Underground, this is Dadpool who says, don't forget to be awesome because you are. And Trash Panda. Don't. Don't. Always. Always. <laughs> don't always. <laughs> be unique. Be unique. <laughs> I just forgot where I was going there. Sorry. Be unique. And bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.